Uh, yeah, yeah. I've changed your name. Alright, Peleng. Cool, cool, Thanks. cool. Alright, we're in, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a theme tune? No, no, it, I edit it. In you wish. I edit. <laughs> I edit it in afterwards. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> oh my days! <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> <laughs> I mind you choke. Bonsam is choking you. Anyway. <laughs> That's why my oven broke down earlier. That's what I'm and saying. He's coming for me. He's coming for you now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's start this off. Let's kick this off. Tales from the Plantation, Volume 30. Wow. Um, we hit another milestone. Um, we are still in this quarantine period. And um, as if racism wasn't, in, as, in, as if COVID wasn't enough, racism is, is, is even kicking us as well. But anyway, before we get into all of that, I am your host. Harry Tubman, lead new all to freedom. Who else do we have here? Buttons, your girl, I'm back. I'm here. I'm mad. But we'll get into that later. For real. Who else? Got Nezzy, regular. You can find me on socials, but I'd rather you wouldn't. Every week you say this. Anyway, <laughs> and lastly, we have... Oh, Peleng just came up with that name just now. It was a good show. Blood and Water was a good show, so why not? We've got my brethren Peleng. She just she just jumped on. I literally <laughs> I even know what the what what that even is a reference to. But um, she's here, and we. I mean, this week was literally is the longest week in his in history. I'm sure there's never been a longer week. I genuinely think there's eight. There's been eight or nine days this week. Um, it's it's been it's just been mental like I've never seen anything like it Um, where do we start so the week started off with people still cancelling was the people cancelling Doja Cat Um, if you don't know who Doja Cat is Doja Cat is a what what race is Doja Cat she's she's half she's she's mixed race right yeah she's half South yeah 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 half uh, white American white american right um and she fully a waste man yeah um (laughs) i think so what ended up happening was what is she so she she was on these like these these forums um with uh, just doing a bit of a doing a bit of a madness but she had this song called didn't do nothing like and it was that's apparently a phrase that the alt-right used didn't do nothing which is like um when black people um, get caught for a crime, they'll be like, I didn't do nothing, that kind of thing. So it's like, a, it's like a mocking thing. She said she was trying to mock or reclaim the phrase or whatever. I haven't really listened to the song, so I couldn't even make a, make a judgment. But everyone, you know, as Twitter does, they were horrifically outraged by everything she did and then just cancelled her. Well, it wasn't, people- just, it wasn't just a song. I think it was also she was in the chat rooms and like people in the chat rooms were like white supremacists. It's like, tiny chats so it's like video chat rooms and some of them are white supremacists and she was kind of like being kind of like sexual and like weird but like letting these white men say certain things about her and she was using the n-word and it was to be honest like, i didn't so from what i saw on the clip i didn't really even see her i didn't see any of the other white people being racist i just saw her doing saying some weird things and saying things like she, she said nigger and it sounded like it was a hard R and then like, like the, the white way of saying the white way of saying the <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> it like the white way of saying but this is the thing 
for me, I was, and I was having a conversation with a friend about this. this I didn't say her past tweet. Sorry, do you know what? It's her past oh. tweet. She said something like, being black is, basically that she just hates being black and uh, like anything else would have been better than being black, essentially. It's depressing thinking about being black. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a weird, I don't know. The part of me is like, yeah, that's bad. But at the same time, it is difficult being black. (laughs) Isn't it? Yeah. It's difficult being black. She said she hates being black, but um, at least she's light skinned and. No, she didn't uh, didn't say that. Yeah, she did. Oh, I mean, (laughs) that's the next thing entirely then. At least she's light skinned. I mean, she's, at least she's honest. <laughs> yeah, you see, that's the thing I was going to say. At least she's on. I think if you own things like that, I'm not too... I'm, I'm, I'm hoping you get the same outcome as anybody else who would say some stupid stuff like that. But at the same time... At least she said there's, uh, Yeah, there's an element of... Not, I don't know if respect is the right word, but if you own it, at least I know where you stand. And at least you know where you stand. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, she's like, I don't, I don't like being... I don't like... But this is the, and this is the problem. My thing is, cool, you don't like being black. That's fine. But you need to just leave hip hop alone. Don't come near it. Don't be around it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's okay. So, you don't have to like being black. Be with your okay, white side. The jury, the jury has finished deliberating. We're back in session. Court is back in session. Um, I judge buttons. I'm here to give the verdict. Um, for her crimes, she is guilty. <laughs> um, sentence will be as follows: black card revoked. Um, post haste permission post haste <laughs> permission to profit off the culture revoked return the money <laughs> give us back our money reparations give me back my money reparations and um what what was that thing you said oh black but at least she's light skinned i yeah you know what you know i ain't even gonna i ain't gonna you can have that you, <laughs> you know can what? have that you know what? I'm gonna feed you the feed you to the Twitter wolves. To the Twitter wolves. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna touch that yeah. one. This he is the is thing. Well and truly cancelled. As I feel like as Pileng said, okay, cool, you show me where you're at. That's fine. It's good to know where you're at. But when I keep it moving, don't be mad, sis. Yeah. If I, I think, cancel I think... you, don't be mad. Like I don't want to hear your apologies. You show me where you stand, cool, you're cancelled. It's fine. My thing is that I feel like one, okay, she's not really cancelled because cancel culture never works. Everyone's still going to like her music. And her probably, like, how, in terms of hip hop, in terms of people in R&B, whatever, like a lot of the people who buy their music are white people and white people don't really care. So she's still going to be Yeah, fine. she'll be fine. I feel like, especially in these conversations, when it comes to like when black women say certain things, um, it's just like, I don't feel like we have the same, like, <laughs> We don't have the same energy for for um, men and women when it comes to these things. Like, we just don't have the same energy. And I feel like there's black women who said things that are awful and people have barely cancelled them and kept it moving. Um, yeah. and also, I just think all these things that have come out recently, Doja Cat, like the, the colorism tweets, everything yeah. else, yeah. it's all symptomatic of like a very collective problem. And I'm not saying that individual people can't be held accountable, but what I just find people being outraged about Doja Cat saying that she, at least she's light skinned. Why are you outraged when people like Kenya Barris fill their shows with people who only look one way? Why are you then surprised that somebody venerates light skin? Like, but you, hold on, are you are you therefore saying that because 
so what no wait why are you policing my outrage or the outrage if people no, I'm, not, I'm, not police. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about you i'm talking about and that there's a lot of people who are outraged at doja cat but who have similar sentiments do you see what I mean? Like, I'm like, don't be outraged at Do- Doja Cat when you yourself are colorist anyway. Like, don't be outraged at someone saying that, oh, I hate being black, but at least I'm light-skinned, when you literally buy into that exact same thinking and how you live your life and how you consume your media. We'd, we don't, but a lot of people I, do. I feel, like, I feel like... I feel like... I, I don't disagree with you, but I think... <laughs> Sorry, I was just about to say something, yeah? I'll come on to it later, but I don't disagree with you, but I think it's more that you, I, I've, I think you can be outraged at that Doja Cat thing, but also keep that same energy when it comes to, so I'm not saying you can't, rather than saying you can't be outraged at this, I'm saying if you're going to be outraged at this, also be outraged at this, or also be outraged at that. Like, yeah, I agree or, with you that it can't be isola- isolated. Or just save, your, just save your energy and just put your energy into people who you think rock with you. Like don't, yeah, like, don't you can't like you know whatever. Like outrage keeps us emotionally on an emotional level for like a certain amount of time, like a few days, and then we just come off it. All outrage does is usually actually get those people more money. So Doja Cat literally, outrage. I bet her streams went up. I bet bit her streams up. I literally had really like we were talking about. Like, we had no idea who Doja Cat was. We were just we were like, who's Doja? Like I've never listened to any of her music. <laughs> like I can no, like, oh, so is it good? Is her music is her music is her music good? No, no, she's got she she's got some good shoot no, sorry, past tense. She had some good shooting <laughs> today <laughs> subsequently after this week, they have all been found to be absolute garbage. <laughs> That's what, I see I always find that funny about the, the cancel thing. Like at first well actually it dep- it depends who it is. Because I think people who who's quote unquote cancel as Alia Banks or whatever. I think people just think, you know what? If you just kept your mouth shut, <laughs> you'd be sick, but you just don't keep your mouth shut. Like, so I know the music's still, you know. No, no, the music is now garbage. Garbage. You know what's funny? That, this month for, for celebrities has been mad. I, just, I was just Googling it and like literally, do you know how many celebrities have said mad, like, mad things this whole, like, this whole month? Like um, there was Lana Del Rey, who obviously did that whole thing about Oh, um, why there's no place for women like me in feminism and <laughs> blah 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 and wah 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 like <laughs> it's just like I'm so I'm Wait, so baffled, bruv. Harry, is this your impartial hosting? In that she was like, wee, wee, wee. Is this oh, your sorry. Sorry. Hello, hello, something mad yesterday as well. Oh no no no! But we, we haven't we haven't got there yet. We're still on. We're still on like Monday. <laughs> I'm still talking about. Monday. I'm still talking about Monday. I am still. I'm telling you, this week was mad. So I mean, yeah, the the Doja Cat thing was whatever it was, and then moving through to like I don't know what day what day was it actually like the George um, Floyd when when did that actually happen? I'm not sure exactly what day it was. Um, it was a twenty so twenty fifth of May. So 25th of May would have been, yeah, that would have been, that was, that was Monday. Monday. Yeah. That was Monday. So but I think it was maybe Doja Cat. Time, so it hit us differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it happened, yeah, in the US on yeah, Monday and it hit, probably hit us on Tuesday. Um, but I mean, everyone's, you know, everyone needs to go through, everyone's seen that awful video, like 
and that's that's the thing it it got it was to the point of of it's so obvious that even like trump and the racist conservatives had to say you know what that's actually bad and i was like all of them have been bad but you know sure fine this one is like because this one is like you can't even there's no equivocating there's no denial there's no this that and the other even though of course there were always these people online who were but in general everybody was kind of like you know this is this is terrible and then next thing you know people started people started um protesting and so my thing was at first i was like protesting I understand it. And at any other time in history, I said, of course, I'm on the streets. But I said, isn't my girl still around? Like, Corona. Isn't, isn't, she, isn't she still alive? I was oh, like, I she must be vexed. She's like, everyone's ignoring me. No, 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 no. To be fair, to be fair, in America, they forgot. They, I feel like with coronavirus, America just woke up and was like, okay, we're done with that. We're now. done, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they like, were, they were. It, it didn't it make any sense. Like, you know what, I'm over this. Yeah, they just decided that it was finished. You know that's right. I don't know, I don't, like, we all agree that Trump is a madman, yeah, but clearly some Americans feel the same because the way people were out, out outside, they were out, out. protesting... Like lockdown. lockdown is against my personal freedom. <laughs> with a mask, with a mask and guns, you know, with a mask guns. and guns. And like, like they were up in their in their courthouses, like the state. Yeah, yeah. So like the whole, even like, little guns, mad, blench straight AKs. So the whole like, oh, it was a lockdown. We had Corona. People shouldn't be in. No, if if they decided it was done already, so you know what, fair. And also, I think that the situation kind of warranted mass, like uh, a mass reaction in that regard. Yeah, it absolutely, yeah, it absolutely does. The only thing I thought about, I was just like, oh, like black people are disproportionately affected by, by um, coronavirus and then we're disproportionately yeah. the ones out protesting. Exactly. So are there going to be mass black deaths from the protesting and also from those mm. who thought coronavirus been in large crowds of people yeah. that are not socially distanced and that just really made me sad and when I thought about the protest I thought really like white people are the ones who really should be taking the lead on this like they should be like, absolutely white have a black friend should be like actually I've never done protest before but you stay at home with a black friend I'm going to be out of protesting that's what I'm saying that's yeah. a, that, it's not going to happen. Just, I mean, of course. Yeah, I feel like that's that's very like fairy tale fairy tale speech. But in the ideal world, you, your your wife is going to be like, "No, you stay at home. I'm going to protest." Yeah. Can I can I ask oh, with regards to why? Sorry, pardon. Apparently, you guys can't hear me very well. You're, yes. you're in and out, but you're, we, were, you're, you're... we were trying to be sly about it, so you would just like fix your sound <laughs> on the slide. But yeah, bait out to the users. Yeah, so... apparently you guys can't hear me, sand. No slip operations with this one, about. Um, can I ask you guys? Do you think that this um, incident was particularly worse than any of the others, or? Is it just the final straw that broke the camel's back, or is it the frequency, the fact that we had like Ahmad, yeah, two or three or four go sort of new hashtags in a really quick succession? Like, what do you Mm. think 
kind of fueled such a public outcry or such a public call for activism that we've never kind of seen before. I think I want to I want to hit Pelang. Oh, you're 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 even ah, chatting. Ah, you, you can chat. Go and chat. <laughs> oh yeah, go and chat. I think that right now, I think a lot of people have time for it. A lot of people are at home. Mm. A lot of people are not at work. We don't have the distractions we used to have. You know, a lot of the stuff that we'd normally do on a day to day is not there anymore. So we're all on social media a lot. We're all mm. absorbing a lot of the information a lot of the time. So when that's come up now, that is all we have to focus on. Mm. And it, it relates to so many of us that now we've, we've got time to fuel that anger, that pain, that rage. So I think that's why it's come out the way it has now because we've got time. It's, it's sad like to perfect, say. It's like a perfect storm kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's sad to, st- to say. And obviously we don't have, we don't have our freedom already the way we used to. So I think we're all feeling a bit imprisoned anyway. And now this. So yeah. I think, yeah, it's I kind of like kicking time kick, for it. another kick while you're down already. Exactly. Cause I, yeah, because I would say the worst one I've seen, like this one was, I don't even really want to rank them or anything. Yeah, I don't want to Yeah, but them. I think like one of the worst ones I saw was the Walter Scott one. Like the one where he was running away and then got shot in the back. Yeah. Like that was to me, that's enough to just burn everything down, <laughs> to be that honest with you. <laughs> to me, the one, the, one that, the one that struck me the most, and after that one actually, I decided that I was never going to watch any more videos. Was I think it was Fernando Castillo. Oh, I was, I was about to say that mom was. In the car, was his daughter in the car? And was, was, I, it, was that one? Is his girlfriend? Was that the one where his girlfriend was in the car next to him, or was yeah, that a different I, one? No, I think that's his girlfriend. His daughter. His daughter. Oh my god! That completely broke me. I was just like, first of all, I'm never watching another one of my people been been murdered again. Like I don't. Yeah. I, I'm not watching this genocide. I don't want to watch it. And yeah. that for me was just the height of evil, and I was just like. So they're all terrible. They're all, like, just, they're all just terrible because you see white people who get treated Rice? fine. You know Rice, the, the 12-year-old who got shot in the park? I mean, mm. a 12-year-old. Oh, yeah. Tamir awesome. Rice, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. terrible. Yeah, they're just, and that's, yeah, it's the, it's the, yeah, I think what... When what you, when you, see for me, when you put together, like, I don't watch, I don't watch any of the videos because... Mm. It's I can't Too like much. I'm not emotionally strong enough to to consume such content. But when you put together the list of things that, as a black man in America or black woman in America, you can't do, like you can't go jogging, you can't sit in your own house, you can't sleep, you can't sit in your own car, like the list of things that you can't do, you can't breathe, li- literally. <laughs> I'm like, can't live. okay, guys, this now, you, you can't look at that and say that it's not a violation of your human rights. Like, you, ca- you, cannot, you cannot sit in your own house. Who must you trouble in your own... Like, it's, it's, too, it's too wild. It's yeah. too like, wild. Like, what, what, what was it? That's the Amber Geiger one, right? Botham Jean, where he was just in his yard. Mm. Bro, like that's the thing. It's just they're all they're all just so mad that you just can't even. And then you see the ones where it's like Dylan Roof, and the one where man will just kill like three or four people, and yeah. they'll just be giving him water blood or just give him a, like, KFC, yeah. a little stopped, KFC. Stopped at stopped at Burger King on Bro. his way to to thing, and then went through went through a trial, and they're like Burger King, you know, it was his mental health. His can mental I just health. say, do you know how? I don't even think we can comprehend how mad that is. To, to give someone Burger King Burger when he's literally burger, like you know? a terrorist, do you think they would have given a, a bloody Osama bin Laden if they if they took him in? You think they'd have given him bloody <laughs> a bloody Burger King? Do you know what I mean? No, they 
they they move differently anyway they move differently but one thing i would say is we've always tried to keep this um these chats very like more uk focused Mm. and i think like yes everything that's going on in america is very very triggering and I'm glad that there it, there has been something to sort of um, spark that public outrage um, every, all over the world, like even here. But I do also, in the back of my mind, worry that like, or not even worry, it's, but it's just like there are there are things here, like the mm. same things happening here in the UK on our yeah. doorsteps, like people dying in police custody of these unexplained deaths, people being mishandled and mistreated here on our doorsteps that we could, so all the, like we absolutely should be um, writing to, like donating to US-based, whether it funds covering funeral costs, um, calling up their local, um, not MPs, what do they have? whatever they have like we should be doing <laughs> congress congress that. people yeah lobbying on their behalf and all of that but at the same time like if you're doing that with your left hand do it here with your right hand as well because mm-hmm. the same injustices that we're seeing over there my worry is that because it because it's got such a big scale behind it like as anything that comes out of america does we lose that we forget the stuff that's happening here as well do you know what i mean yeah because i'm like so there was there was a thread from this woman called um corinne sky she did a really good job actually she basically clickbaited everyone and said racism doesn't exist in the uk it's only an american issue i don't know why black people in the uk have been protesting and then like she just basically did thread uh, like a ma- massive thread underneath of just like all the like police brutality cases she so upset like, a few people with that she yeah i know she upset quite a few people with yeah that. people were just like Da-da-da. and i'm like this is why you don't need to just say like I know at a time like this, everyone's a bit on edge. So I understood it, but mm-hmm. I just decided, let me click and see what's going on. But yeah, like she, I, there was things I didn't even know about. So the first one was Sarah Reed. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but this woman called Sarah Reed, who she was found dead in Holloway prison. Um, and like literally this dude, James Kitty, basically you see him grabbing her by the hair and then punching her as she lay on the, as she lay on the floor. Um, yeah. And like, it's like crazy. Like really, 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 really crazy. And like, so there's all these different like people, like obviously we know Mark Duggan, but um, Sheku Boyo, um, Terrell Jones-Burton, like Rashawn Charles, Edson DaCosta. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, there's a bag of names here. Like I remember even back in uni times, it was like something like yeah. over a thousand names and stuff of people who they didn't need guns to kill us here, but they still never got the same, yeah. you know, they, none of, no one's been charged. So there's even, uh, there was a lady called Joy Gardner, who I can't remember what she was arrested for, but she was restrained with handcuffs and gagged with a 13-foot length of adhesive tape. You know that standard issued um, weapon that, not weapon, but um, restraint that people, that police officers are given, adhesive tape that they can wrap around your head, 13, like that one, yeah, yeah. And um, she was suffocated with that. Hmm. Three police officers were charged, but they were found not guilty. <sighs> and that's in the UK. 
like there are there are more than enough crazy stories here so i'm i'm definitely not saying that people shouldn't be protesting because i am a firm believer in whatever your inroad to a conversation or to a problem whatever it is that that sparks that moment that penny to drop that moment for you to open your eyes run with it run with mm. it but i'm just also saying remember what it is here energy, yeah that same energy keep it consistent keep it going keep it going yeah 100% agree um i think it's yeah there's there's a lot up for us to be here to to be outraged about here and i think i remember i was having a conversation with um someone about you know why is it that you know we always we always speak about americans and their names but they don't speak about ours i think one of the reasons for that is just because of how the vastness of america but it's it's a very insular country so they're very much focused on what's going on there they don't really know too much about what's happening sort of anywhere else so i think it is on us to to educate but also be aware of what's going like not to be aware but to be focused on what's going on here because there's people flying under the radar um and things are just things are just happening um i guess this isn't this isn't police brutality but it's just assault like belly majinga i don't know if you guys remember yeah that the she the woman who got spat at and then you can't not remember that. It was just the other yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she died of COVID-19 and then they said they're not charging anyone. Um, they're not week. even, not only are they not charging, they are not investigating it yeah. anymore. They said, we are not spending our money to look into this, the death of this person. That's literally what they're saying. Like, I don't understand how you could see it any other way. But then Madeline, Mc- anyway... Let, we just, listen, just, we just sit and drink. <laughs> 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 Do you know how much money they spent on that one little white girl? One girl, one girl. Because you know, it was even it was even towards the end of last year that I heard newspaper article doing the latest updates in Madeleine McCann. <laughs> the latest updates. When did that girl go missing? No, this is very, very yeah, Let me correct myself. When did the parents dash away that child? Honestly, there's something very interesting about the, fact, about the fact that w- the whole situation was ridiculous because anybody else in that situation, the parents with the social services have been around there like lightning, but also that it's kept going for so long. Yeah. Like, what is it? Been what 10 is plus one? years. It's just 2007. It's, it's just such a strange situation. Like, what, I don't know. I feel like these are the things that one day I want Anonymous to um, hack and expose. Like, what actually is Madeleine McCann? Is it like a code word for some kind of secret weapon that the MI5 is? <laughs> I don't understand. No would make more sense. That, yeah, honestly, yeah, I don't understand why it's it's even still a thing. Like, yeah, yeah, but I'm not. I'm, I don't know. I'm not going to lie though. The whole thing about the, the parents doing it, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't think anyone knows. The point is, we should not have. There, there's no way that you can spend that much money on on one one girl you just and that much time and effort for like 13 years ah, sorry yeah is the, well it doesn't, it doesn't track when there's you've actually killed people here and you didn't really on, want to investigate on this, it. Occasion, really on this occasion harry don't speak for me i said what i said it was <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> how do you feel black people should be responding to the things that are going on at the moment in terms of protests and just a general reaction how do you feel that they should be responding reacting if at all Burning and a looting. <laughs> 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 
I'm not I'm not even a, I'm not even I grew up religious right and I I don't remember all the verses I don't remember all the stories but sometimes things happen in your life and it just throws you back to a past like you need to search to a higher power to look for the answers and if I cast my mind back to um Sodom and Gomorrah. I knew something was coming. <laughs> I knew when God was not happy, he burned everything, you know. He said, burn it all. And and the person that looked back, he said, Salt, dash her away. So and then <laughs> if we go if we go back even further, when God wasn't happy, he'd have poured water over everything. So the way I look at it. Obviously, I'm not God, and I'm not here. See, you see how God got you there? He's yeah, silent. He's silent. He said, "Doctor, shut up." He said, "Oh yeah, <laughs> keep quiet." Will <laughs> <laughs> you keep quiet? <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> we probably couldn't hear you at all. We yeah, literally, <laughs> cut out right. There. That's why we're like, God just took your yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah, we like, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. yeah. <laughs> your internet literally just like cut out. Yeah. You need some angel to touch your router. <laughs> 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 you touch that router. <laughs> Wait, hold on, I still can't hear me. Oh, I can hear me now. Yeah. I'm back. We, we yeah, can hear I you. Think, so the funny thing is, I was in a Bible study. Um, like on Friday night, and people were talking about this. And you know, I think you that, tweeted about this, didn't you? And somebody, yeah. somebody was talking some rubbish. Well, I, w- I don't <laughs> want to say rubbish. I don't want to say I don't want to say rubbish. But there was very much a tone of kind of like somebody saying like vengeance is God, and I was just like, okay, but that's not news. We all knew. Like, I don't understand your point because no one ever disputed that vengeance is God. Like, mm-hmm. we're not talking about vengeance. We're talking about justice. Like. Mm. I don't yeah, know. They're, they're very what, different. What are you talking about? Like, no one's t- talking about sending a vigilante mob to go and find an officer and, like, cut off his head. We're talking However, about. However, if they do, I mean, it ain't if wrong. Stupid, I mean, I don't, I have no control over that. But as in, if no one's talking about that, no one's, I'm not personally seeking for that to happen. We're just seeking for that particular officer to be charged with murder. And they're talking about, you know, like, forgiveness and love your enemies. And I'm just like, you know what? All that stuff is really true. But what I, what I, I really think is, I think we've been conditioned to value black bodies less than we value anyone else's bodies. Because I, I assure you, if he was a serial paedophile who had raped four or five little girls in a row, that the same rhetoric that they were using, they would not have used in the same way. Yeah, absolutely. More focus on justice and, and taking that man off the street so that he couldn't harm somebody else. But because we've been conditioned by white supremacy and by white Christianity to not value black bodies to not value ourselves in the same way that we value white bodies, the rhetoric that they've taught us throughout slavery about forgiveness and blah, 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 which they've just basically used to suppress and pacify us, we are now saying the same things all 150 years mm, later about yeah. police brutality. And it's just like, have you read your Bibles? Did you not see how Jesus flipped tables in the temple? And that wasn't even over death. That was over the Pharisees buying and selling. Their money and buying, selling and using and profiting off God. And people who probably couldn't even afford it buying stuff. He flipped tables for that. You don't think he would flip a table for somebody being suffocated or knelt on the neck, knelt on and them dying in front of a whole crowd of people? Do you know what? 
I yeah, I can't disagree with that. Flip all the tables, every single one of them. And when they're done, flip them again. And then because they're the right way up, flip them a third time. Just so <laughs> to make your point clear. <laughs> <laughs> just to know what is confused, yeah. And I, one thing I must say uh, that I've hated, I say one thing I must say at the start of every sentence, like I'm not going to say more. Anyway, one thing I must say <laughs> is that I really despise the fact this this conversation on Twitter about like the right way to react or oh, the right yeah. way to this and the right way to that. How about everyone face their front, speak for yourself, carry your own household and focus on your change because you know what when we when in back in the day when they were doing civil rights it there was martin luther king and there was malcolm x they had very different approaches and they both got the, got something done so there are there is never one right way to do something you can be um what's the man with the with the the peaceful man Gandhi. 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 Gandhi the Peter oh, that one is Nezzy's best racist. friend. <laughs> Nezzy can't stand that guy. I can't stand that man. Can we talk to nah, him? He's a racist. That? No, not Gandhi. Right. We, should say, we should say, yeah, say Who someone else. Who am I saying? Jesus. Jesus. Martin Luther King. I don't know. You could, be, you could be Martin Luther King. You could be Jesus. Or you could be... Wait, who's the one that... The point is, you can be violent, you can be non-violent. Whatever you do, do it with your chest, do it with your whole heart and face your front. Don't look on brothers and sisters next to you. Um, because did you see that... Um, did you see... Okay, John... The King, John Bioga. His... It's the life. Did you see it? Beckham boy. <laughs> the, the kick... Like, my next T-shirt will say, John, John for PM. So he, someone um, responded to his initial tweet where he said he hates white racists. I said, brother, me too. Me too. He, he, someone responded and said, um, rather, hate is a strong word. Rather, we say we dislike their temperament. And he said, what? He said, speak for yourself mm. i said what i said and i just thought that is energy because you know what rather we say i hate their temperament how about i hate i hate white racist white racist like literally how about that why do why as black people do we always feel the need to say oh you shouldn't you shouldn't put out your frustrations like that or oh you shouldn't react in that way like and everybody else can react I th- for me, the main most troubling thing is the lack of empathy. Like, so for example, you know, I'm a Christian, so I don't believe in fostering hatred towards anybody, and I don't, I don't wish to hate anyone, and I seek if I have feelings of hate to work through them. So that's my philosophy. But at the same time, it's a lack of empathy. It's like, how can you not understand why somebody would hate? It's like if someone came and killed your mum, you would understand why somebody would hate, why that person would hate. You wouldn't just go to them after the event has happened and be like, oh, hold on, don't hate that person. You would, yeah. you would allow yeah. them the space. You'd allow them the space to work through the very complex and, 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 and angry emotions that they're experiencing at a time of very deep trauma. And I feel like, again, because we minimise black trauma, we, minimize, we, we don't value black lives as fully human. We're not, we're not allowed to fully, um, we're not allowed a scope of, of emotions that other humans are allowed. So the, the natural human response to such great injustice 
hatred is a very natural human response mm-hmm. it's a response that i choose to release and give to god because i don't want that in my life but I, I deeply empathize and understand when somebody has that hatred and so the thing about non-violent and violent what i from looking at Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, like people always pit them against each other, but they actually almost worked in tandem. Because part of the reason why white people like acquiesced to Martin Luther King's demands is because Martin, Martin, um, Malcolm, um, Martin Luther King's demands, because Malcolm X was in the background being like, if you don't do what, if you don't roll with him, you're going to have to roll with me. So you better do what he does. Like you better do what he says because I am the next option. And, and I feel like at every point in our history, there's been people who've done Martin Luther King um, like been more kind of like on the, the line of non-violence peaceful process and whatever and they've always been in the background somebody like Malcolm X someone like the Black Panthers has been like we're armed and we, we're prepared to be vi- we're prepared to be violent and the white powers that be have seen that and then chosen to be like okay whatever the non-violent people are doing let's roll with that because if we don't do that then we're going to have to face them and we don't want that bubbling up more in the background if we don't fulfil the demands of the non-violent crowd so I feel like I don't know, maybe both need to happen for things to change. Yeah. I, I don't think there's one right answer. Yeah. I think there's many ways in which... It's going to cut. Yeah, I, I don't think there's one right answer. If someone wants to, you know, deal with it in a more aggressive way, that's, that's, that's them. If a person wants to do it in a sense of just speaking up, being heard, then that's them. If a person wants to boycott, that's them. But there needs to be some sort of action. Like, as a collective, I feel like mm. there needs to be different... I don't know. It's almost combat, but in different ways, different styles yeah. of combat against the. It's war. It's, not, it's, it's more. It's yeah. War. Yeah, it's war, and you have different strategies to get. But we've got the same destination. We just got different routes to get there. Yeah, I don't think yeah. there's one right way. Well, you know. say that the the same destination, boy. I don't think some of these celebrities. Oh well, <laughs> if you're talking about celebrities. These I don't think they're trying to get to the doing. same. Uh, they, <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. Wayward. Them is really wayward. <laughs> I don't think they know. I don't think they're trying to get to the same destination as us. Why boy. are we? Why are we asking them to speak so much? They think we're, they've already arrived. So. Do you know what? Do you know what? No, Pillow, like you just said why are we are. Why why have we asked them to speak so much? Do you know the joke? No one asks to hear from you. You know. No, a like, lot of people have. A lot of people. Oh, they have. I haven't That's heard the thing. People so have. People like, why haven't you said nothing? Why haven't you said anything? Use your platform. Use, use your, your platform. platform. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Which fair. is, you know, fair enough. But I don't know these lot. I don't know. We just assume that they're going to back us. We assume that they can identify these problems. I don't know <laughs> Beyonce. I don't know her. Beyonce. I don't know. So I don't understand why everyone's. I, I, do you know what I mean? I don't know why we put yeah. like, poor you're just, like forcing. You're forcing them into making a tweet. And, and then, then they what, tweet and then and you drink. Yeah, exactly. The whole thing doesn't make sense. Like, forget, I just think, forget all that. The only thing that will, the thing that will solve black people's problems really and truly is money. Money talks, nothing else does. <laughs> so when we invest in black business, that, that invest, investing in black business, boycotting white people's business, like, I mean, I'm, I'm not even, like, if you loot multinational corporations, sure, that'll make a difference. Looting your own, no, but multinational corporations, absolutely. McDonald's, Gucci, I don't care. But who's going to do that? Who's going to do that? Well, people are, bruv. People, nah, this woman this, was crying on live about about them looting oh, Gucci, and they said, "Where, Shik- where Gucci ever did to you?" This Shekinah woman. <laughs> Wait, Shekinah. Her name is Shekinah. Hey, yeah. the glory <laughs> has departed her. Her name is Glory, but Glory has departed her. She's Ichabod. <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> How can somebody actually with their chest say, what has Gucci done to you? Where do you want me to start, sis? 
Where do you want me to start? That every single fashion collection that they've released has been a complete slander. Yeah, she's talking about a different Gucci. Maybe she's talking about Gucci Mane. Even like blackface, and but the thing is, I watched them. Um, did anyone of you guys watch Beyonce's little video? Yeah, I, I, I no, watched I it. Oh, seconds. Guys, I said, I This is weird. I don't yeah, want to do that because, like, I it's really weird. like Beyonce. I know, you know, you know what? You lot, you lot, there's a reason. When I said, I don't know Beyonce, you all went quiet. I didn't realize I'm with the Beehive today. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> me, I'm, me, I'm not, me, I'm not part of the Beehive, so I will talk about Beyonce. I'm not even in the garden where Beyonce is. I'm not any hive. I'm not anything. <laughs> no, I've got, got a little wasp, tally. You got wasp the nest. Nezzy. I've got a little tally and playing. You you lost some bucks there. You you still you ain't oh, put me in the cancel me cancel me. Put me in the bin. Yeah, but you did lose. You're you're awfully close. You're flirting really close. <laughs> no, nah, Nezzy, say, say what you're saying about the video, please. What, what, yeah, okay. I haven't seen I it. So, first of all, she said um, people of colour. And so then I was just like, look. People of colour? It's a no, it's a no from me. <laughs> I'm a head out. For anyone who says BMAE, BAME, people of colour, and like throw the whole throw the whole video in the bin and start again. You should have put that in the delete in your recycle bin and you should have start, started from the beginning. She said people of colour. I said, who people of colour? I am not seeing Right now? She said, yeah. The video she like she said, "Oh, people of color are suffering." I said, "I didn't see anyone um on was it their knee Watch on, your words. on Ling, on Ling Mai's neck. I didn't see anybody on Kumar's neck. What, what are you talking about, people of color? Who is the people of color? It's black people specifically. Why can you not just say our names?" So that just annoyed me from the start. And then I thought, you know what? This is the problem: calling on these celebrities to speak, and some of them aren't articulate articulate enough, and they're not. Yeah. They haven't done the required reading to be making big statements. So all we yeah. need from you is donate your money. To the protest organisation. Stay quiet. <laughs> Have your, your publicists craft a very a very well worded tweet. Tweet it along with the amount that you're donating and leave the videos. That's it. it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Have you finished your anti Beyonce? train mm. now are we done no Peleng I want to hear Peleng's t- take on no that. I haven't got anything to say it's a weird video that's what I'm saying I, I've opened it there was a weird filter on there I said what's this she started talking <laughs> I said what is this again and it just got and she she keeps doing this whole like videos of herself with like this there's always this godly white in the background where is she <laughs> <laughs> keeps taking his I don't know man it's, just, it's a weird aura very strange aura so you know, you know what I, 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 as much as I stand as much as I stand for Beyonce I will say like you're not wrong it was a tad weird it That's was a tad saying. weird but uh, like, yeah, but I'll, I mean, I'll I mean, this it. this whole thing of thinking, I, I think people just need to stop this whole this whole thing notion that Beyonce is this revolutionary. I don't know where you don't go from, but you just you gotta put that aside. She's what married do you mean to Jay Z. Revolutionary? Who said she was revolutionary? No, not treat her like she is. No, she they do. Done, she has. She's revolutionary in certain things, but in terms of like a black revolutionary. Nah, sorry. She's no, married to Jay Z, like bro. No one, saying, no one says that she's a black revolutionary. Yeah, no one's saying that. No one's saying that. She's a brilliant performer. One of yeah, the best but, ever but, of all time. but what I mean is that people talk about her being the unproblematic favor, all these kind of things. I'm like, listen, because I mean, for, for me, because for me, I don't really, I don't really care. Like, but she's not problematic. She's not. When she's do you not, hear about yeah, Beyonce in the headlines because of scandal? You don't. 
She's married to Jay Z, and that's problematic. She's married you to Jay Z. Jay Z said we're done with kneeling. What? Yeah, Unless you come Jay-Z. out of the public and say, not, no, "I'll believe what I." Her brand, her brand is not problematic. To, if there's, if there's one thing that she avoids, it's problem. No, here's, yeah, and here's the thing: fought her it's own husband in an elevator, and she missed the problems. Like she, yeah. I rated her for that. To be honest, she can bend and flex away from the bullets is like no. She other. said, "She said, handle my light works a lot." <laughs> <laughs> No, he did. No, he deserved that for real. But no, what no, what I'm saying is, in terms of like things like this, and just not, I don't know, this whole thing of 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 being, I don't know, not being hitting the mark with certain with hitting certain statements. I just think we expect too much. Like we expect too much from. I say expect too much. Like you know, this celeb these these celebrities don't need to be perfect. Their politics don't need to be all correct or all these kind of things. So I think to kind of try and force them to make statements and then get mad when they say it wrong. I think it's what comes back to what you know, said. Like, but, just let them, just let them like donate and cool. But you know why that happens? It's just because the way the culture is set up, people don't view celebrities as human beings. They look at them as like idols and saviors and so on. So when mm. stuff goes wrong, they expect those celebrities to come and do something, bail them out, because there's this ideology, this idea that they've had of those celebrities. They've been building it over years and years. So, of course, mm. they're going to look to them as some sort of saviour. And woe be tired if that celebrity turns around and presents themselves as human. Good God. Yeah, I know. No, but you know we're, so up, we're so up I don't know if I 100% agree with that, though. How, why, you just told me you're, Beyond, you're Beyonce's wasp bee, whatever insect. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you rude? Did you call me a wasp? <laughs> <laughs> I am <laughs> A hornet. <laughs> <laughs> but you're disagreeing. How can you disagree? Just call me, just call me Barton's wasp from now on. If I'm drawing you wasp. <laughs> 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 no, why do you disagree? Why do you disagree? Okay. So I disagree because I feel like we do, we should hold celebrities to account. They have a huge following. It's not their responsibility to, what they want to do with that following is their own business. No, but I I think where you, especially especially celebrities that quote unquote profit off black culture or are always on board when it's like the lit things, the fun things, the good Mm. things about black culture, they're always there, they're always at the forefront, want to be doing lives with this rapper, that rapper, want to be here, there and everywhere. But Mm. the minute it gets problematic, all of a sudden you haven't tweeted for two days, you're taking the absolute Michael mate. You and I think it's absolutely right that you should be held to account. And the whole like, oh, but you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what's going on. Like, what's his name? JME. He came out with that statement today, and he was just crying on the live, telling people, "Don't you don't expect me basically to speak up when you don't know what I've already done for the culture. Just because I'm not screaming about it, I've still got this scar in my neck from the time that I was stabbed and no one helped me, stabbed by white men. So don't he he was basically saying just because I'm quiet." on social media does not mean that I'm not active. I don't even see that. Shout out to man. Yeah. See, for that, if if you're quiet but active, I feel like that will show. And that, for me, is a But it wasn't. It wasn't. That's why people were calling him out. That's why he made that statement, because he was like, leave my name out of this, because you don't know what I've done. He was saying, if it weren't for him, a lot of guys in the industry now would not be where they are. They would be nowhere if it were not for him. So he's saying, leave my name out of your mouth. Because I've done my, I'm, I've done my bit, and I'm still doing my bit, and you don't know how deep this is to me. 
Yeah, because like, because like, for instance, like, the same what? thing with Kendrick Lamar. It's the same thing with when, Kendrick Lamar. When, when you call out JME, yeah, he's got the evidence. When people want to call out JME, he's got the evidence to say like, "Don't come for my name." Many, many other celebrities don't have, don't have that no same evidence. evidence. But they it's don't loud. Have, so nothing to draw on. So the call out they're getting called out. They're sitting there thinking, "Oh crap! What can I do? What what little picture can I string together? Or can I get my son to come down, come into the kitchen oh, and stop, do a little stop, dance stop, to stop, 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 Are we going to that? So that I can say what I need to say, so that everyone will stop coming for me. See, people ain't got the catalogue like JME's got the catalogue to um to talk about what they've been doing. And I would also say, I am." probably more hesitant to call out i probably approach this different for black celebrities but, than i do white celebrities especially mm. white celebrities who as i, I said black, are in the black profiting yeah profiting of uh, miley cyrus and that <laughs> miley, miley cyrus miley cyrus i need like a i need a, a five-page dossier i need 20 different donations i need everything for me <laughs> no, but my, thing, okay, my thing is this um, I thought about this and I was just like, is it wrong to expect people to say things on social media? So my thing is, I always give people time because people's feelings about this, especially as black people, are very complex. It can be very traumatic. They might need time to decide what they want to say. Yeah. Or so I give you a couple of days. But ultimately, you guys are multi-millionaire celebrities. So you have publicists. Yeah. You have yep. PR people. You have people who can craft statements for you or curate some kind of picture. It is not hard. Even if you post a little black box with the three letters BLM hashtag and then something underneath saying, can't even speak, too traumatized, please find donations where you can. That is all that takes to appease people. And you know that. So my why, is, why, 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 why should people, why should people, yeah, why should it be a If I was a celebrity and you no, kept coming for me, I'd just block you. No, but Pauline, the thing is, the thing is, celebrity culture is, um, we're at we can't act like celebrities don't feed into the whole idolization of them so like it's a transactional it's it's transactional like the okay. the reason why celebrities exist and the reason is because of the people that that idolize them and they know that so they feed that they feed that transaction so then for them to act like it's all one-sided so that we can therefore never require anything from them you exist because of the people who then feed that thing it is a transactional relationship so actually yes if you profit from black culture if you are very involved in black music yeah due to the nature of that you actually owe something and also for me personally just as a black person i feel like black celebrities you because of the nature of of, of how we are as a people i i think it's i think it's it's reasonable for me to have an expectation that black people move differently you might not they might not hold themselves to that standard but i hold them to that standard and i hold myself as a black person so that's yeah. the standard that I expect something different from me because our people are in a unique position. So for you to say, I don't owe you anything, I don't owe the culture anything, I think it's just, I think it's just irresponsible. Like, that's what I think. Literally, with more, with more power, you have more responsibility. And I think celebrities fall into that. Celebrities fall into that. So you, as, as Nezi said, you have a team of publicists, a team of um, social media professionals, a team of PR people that can craft a suitable, I don't even need, I don't even, I, I, I want you to craft a suitable message because I want you to influence your followers. But what I actually yeah. want is I want more people to act. So do you know what, as a celebrity, in, in my opinion you can handle it two ways you can act in the background and just say look I'm active done or you can 
do the rallying call, which is but then, what posts on wherever. I don't know. You're kind of making it sound like celebrities. I mean, some of them have just profited off of like the wealth of their families and stuff. They've got no reason to be celebrities really and truly but some celebrities have worked very very hard to get to the way they want to get to so for you to then so I mean I'm putting myself in their position and I'm thinking right I'm a celebrity I've worked however many years to get to this position I'm where I'm at now now I've got people coming to me expecting me to do stuff for them and the culture as if I owe them something when I have earned my right to be here I don't owe anybody anything but what we're talking about what we're talking about here isn't like a isn't like a oh, but I'm I'm from like I'm struggling financially and I want handouts. Like we're literally talking about the state of humanity. This is no mm-hmm. this this goes beyond like a I've worked hard to get to where I've got to. Like literally, you've got well, if you if you as a black male celebrity have worked hard to where you get to, step out, turn, take a wrong left, or you know, you're, you got kicked out by your driver, your car runs out of track, it could be your neck next. So it's not that, it's not that you're completely dissolved from what's going on. If you're a black celebrity, you're involved. And I want to know why you're not using your platform, why you're not as enraged. Is it because you think you've worked so hard or so um, you're, you've got to such a position in life where this stuff no longer affects you? But do because- you- yeah, it really does. Do you agree with the whole, you know, notion of if you didn't post it on Instagram, it didn't happen? Or if you didn't tweet no. about it, it didn't happen? You don't agree? No. But when it's celebrities, if you haven't said something about it, it didn't happen. No, but the Why is it? with more power, you have more influence. But also, that, also, they use that for everything else. So for everything else in their life, if they didn't post it, like, they post it because they know that it's, if they didn't post it, it didn't happen. And I don't think that's true. But what I'm saying is, it is even on a, on the on the on the simple sense that if you have a million followers hmm. and you tweet out the name or the website of a a, pro, a, a bail fund for protesters, and even ten uh, percent of your followers donate ten dollars each, do you know hmm. how much money that is for that protest fund? So in my mind, I can't conceive why you, as a celebrity, would not use that platform to be able to effect it doesn't make sense to me but maybe it's not for you to conceive do you know i i just want to make it clear i'm not against it and i think it is a fantastic and ideal thing for celebrities to use their platform if they have a following because it can make that difference so i'm on board with both of you however why why do they why do they need to answer to anybody it should be something that is freely done they have to answer to me because we're the ones that keep them having the only reason they're able to exist as celebrities is because of us so celebrities don't exist in fact their their job isn't isn't one where it's like they exist. The only reason they exist as celebrities is the magnitude that they they, they have and the um, amount then, of money they have is because of us. So but you invest in them support, with the you invest in them with the expectation of them giving back to you. Yeah, not 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 with the expectation, but I I invest I invest in them. But I for me, if I invest in a um like our in in a social media driven society my follows my interactions is money generated for you so by by might be by me following you and interacting your page i am generating that is a way of me generating in wealth for you because that's but that's your choice that's what you choose to do yeah exactly so my thing is you don't have to do anything but what you do have to know is that if you do that i withdraw my interaction with you and i withdraw my my you you will no longer be able to generate any kind of currency from me yes, it's the same sir. with the brands that i support so for example like there's a couple of makeup brands who i buy from and they've like glossier 
tweeted saying we are going to donate five hundred thousand pounds to black owned businesses and five hundred thousand pounds to these organizations supporting the protests and we condemn white supremacy that's important for me as somebody who buys from them because if i mm. see that people that i buy from are not engaging in this i personally will literally withdraw my support and i will withdraw my money that's so to fair. me it's just a thing of like it's fine if you don't want to do it but then i'm just not going to support your platform yeah fair and I feel like everybody should just have the same energy. Like, if, if somebody that you follow, you don't feel like they're supporting the causes that are really important to you, then just withdraw your support. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I feel like, yeah, I 100% agree with Nezi. I think you mentioned um, brands in there as well. And I think just going back to what I was saying before, in terms of celebrities that are constantly around when the when it's for the culture or down for the culture or they and they profit off it i think it the same um premise stands for brands as well because you take a brand like and to be honest i just find this absolutely like hilarious this is like how to mess up your pr response 101 like this this is probably second to pepsi so, Pretty Little Thing, who has been in <laughs> like Pepsi. every, <laughs> literally Pepsi throwback, um, Pretty Little Thing has been in every versus, every oh. celebrity live, coming in, doing fire emojis, hand claps, doing A1, all of it, all of it. They've been everywhere. They've been everywhere international time zones they've been there <laughs> yeah across the borders literally flying where planes aren't flying right now like they've been about it but then this happened and all of a sudden socials is mad quiet it's <laughs> like what's going on where's the like, fire emojis now where's the a all of our stuff literally so and then everybody's calling them out saying pretty little thing misguided boohoo all these brands that have like there's no other way i can't even think of another phrase apart from saying they profit off the culture they copy what black celebrities black influencers black people are doing and they commercialize it that is what they do is how they remain in business is how they get all their core points all their urban vibes whatever and i use the word urban in air quotes so when it comes to this, they're now forced into this position of having to make a response. And they came out with what I can only think was created by Becky, Sally, Peter and Tom. Because no person, no person of colour, no BAME, no any other description that you want to use that would indicate that you had a hint of melanin in you was used when they created that poster because i don't know what that was have you all seen it what the pretty little thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. the hand the, like they got dragged for that they fixed it now they got dragged for that i don't know what that was like that was a mess and I think the same way that they have a team of people, all that shows me is that your team is not diverse. you got bigger problems that you need to focus on. Before you, you're there spending time in everybody's lives, focus on hiring the right people so that your team is representative and you're not putting out black fingernails because I don't know who you're talking to or talking about. Mm. Yeah, again, this is what I mean about, and I think black people complaining on their socials about this. I'm just like, 
stop shopping at Pretty Little Thing. It's cheap, tacky clothing anyway. Like, you know, like if you're if you're that mad at, mad at it, then just don't shop at Pretty Little Thing or Boohoo anymore. And then <laughs> for me, it's just like if I see a brand is taking days and days and days, and they don't want to post anything, then I take that as a message, which is that I don't support you. And I'm like, fine, you don't support me. Noted. And I'm like, I no longer support you. And I move on. There's there's plenty of other companies who do. Pretty Little Thing is not unique enough for me to feel that they deserve that I, that I need to, you know, there are a million other companies that sell similar posts to Pretty Little Thing. If you don't like it, find someone that, that, that you know, at least tried to act like they pretended to care. This is this is heartbreaker behavior, Nezzy. You just drop people, move on, drop people, move on. <laughs> <laughs> You're He's a heartbreaker. No, do you know what I would say though, Nezzy, that is also a very educated response. Like not everybody would have that same approach, which is where celebrity influence becomes so important. Because if people are just fleeting with the wind or just following fashion, as they say, then you need those celebrities, you need those big brands, you need the people who have big following to step up and point people in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. That's, and that's the thing, people are so easily... People, if you're a celebrity, you know how easily influenced people are because they do mad, stupid things all the time because of what celebrities yeah. So if they're going to do mad stupid things because of what you do, then just for once in your point in the direction of something that's sensible. That's, yeah. yeah. I, I think, anyway, I feel like we've, we've done this topic. I think, <laughs> I think I think I think what it is is so in true Nezzy fashion she's now done and what's yeah she I've dropped, it. I've dropped <laughs> it yeah same old same old so what can people what can we be what can we be doing what's the what's the takeaway like as 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 black people what is what's our viewpoint on what's happening like how how do we change things I think everyone's trying to figure that out that's why there's all this madness going on right now people are reacting so to, so to me my my like i said before i think my main thing is the way that racism started in the first place or this this iteration of let's say quote-unquote racism was it was to do with money like they were trying to get free labor from us are you gonna say boycott Is so I, I, it, it could either it could either it can either be boycotts or it can be or it can be supporting black businesses but to me, boycott I think those are... Happen. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah, this is why, yeah, people keep saying boycott, boycott. I don't think they understand the implications and the sacrifice that will come with that. Some of the things that are your convenience now, you would have to be so committed to the cause to, and sac- sacrifice a lot of stuff you're used to. If it, everyone's so quick to say boycott, boycott, but when you really stick no, it on them, yeah, I don't think do they're willing to... I hear you know, that because I even, like, I'm big into reading and books, right? And I literally i might even have said it on this podcast i was like i'm not gonna use amazon anymore i'm gonna buy from a local bookstore yeah gonna support local books and um, honestly what came to my house two days ago amazon literally literally like it's it's been so I, I hear you on the boycott and you know what if that's something you're able to do then i'll let, really you, fin- I'll let you finish <laughs> oh but oh I don't know. I don't know yeah. about that one. I don't even, know, even, even, even invested. Yeah, but my thing is, what will it take for? You know, what I'm saying right now, people are bunning, bunning, bunning the place down. I'm even. I'm not even saying boycott Amazon forever. I'm not even saying organ. 
boycott an, an organization forever. It doesn't have to be. It could be. It could be that black people say, you know what, from now for, for a month, we're not buying Dior. Or we say for a month, we're not doing pretty little, pretty little thing. Or we say for, for a week, we're not doing Amazon. It That'd could be, be whatever. It that could would be, be brilliant. So I'm, I'm saying it could, it could just be, it could be any of these things. Or, and I say that the flip side of it is you can invest in black businesses. So you could, I'll do you that could, one. So like, I think that's, those are tangible ways because the, the reason why white people don't listen to us when it comes to racism, because you've got no power. Man, I don't mm. care, bruv. Like power, like power talks and the way you get power is money. So yeah. realistically, with, when black people have money and like with that will come power and then we can actually, we can free, like we can't free ourselves without like being able to divest from, divest from white supremacy like as a, as a, a structure. When I say divest, I mean just like, like remove ourselves from from, yeah. from white supremacy. So I, I I personally think that my, it's it's the it's supporting black businesses, it's organizing within our local communities to be like, okay, what are the businesses within this community that we can be buying from? How can we and it's not even we don't even necessarily have to come do a complete boycott, but it's like how can we stop spending our money more in white in white companies and spend more money in black in black companies? Because that it's will, not just white as well, Asian. Can we just put that out there? It's not just white people. A lot of our money in the in the black people in the UK doesn't go to white people. I mean, a lot of it does, but a lot a lot of our money goes to Asian people. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I think that's a, I think that's a good point. Is because it's even things like the uh, black hair shops, like hair shops, yeah. making sure that you only buy as much as you can, only buy from black, only buy from people who is black owned. If it's not black owned, yeah. forget it. That's what I've been doing now. But literally, like me and Buttons both have a subscription to Treasure Tresses. Treasure Tresses, yeah. right? Yeah, so it's yeah. basically a subscription box, and they send us tempers every month. That's owned by a black woman in the UK, and a lot of some of the brands that she's in the box are also like black-owned brands. And recently, like all my hair products I bought over quarantine have been black British women-owned brands. Like that's literally all I've used in my hair for the past couple of months. And yeah. it's been actually my hair's like flourished. Like it's it's been great actually. They're actually better quality than the cheap brands that you find in the other stores. Um, even things like food wise, try and you know, get like the um when I near to my workplace, it's like a little takeaway vegan owned vegan spot. It's owned by black people. That's where I get my lunch. Like any day that I don't bring a lunch from home, I get my lunch from there. That means within, within a week, literally, like I'm cycling my money through the community at least a couple of times. These are the things that, and if you look at the Asian community, I have to rate the Asian community in this country, how they move in that way, specifically the Indian community. They are very specific about keeping their money within their community. They yeah. integrate, yeah. but they integrate only so far. And I'm going to say people might, might not like me saying it. It also comes down to relationships. Black Caribbean men are the weakest link when it comes to this. They, they have no sense of community spirit. They have no sense of keeping their wealth within the community and in, in terms of who they marry and who they choose to pass down their generation, generational wealth to. Look at the Indian community. The part of the reason why they remain strong is because they, they, they will integrate, but they're very much like, we have our culture, we have our family structure, and we want to maintain that family structure. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not saying any person in a relationship where you don't care about black people. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying if on mass, if 50% of us are marrying out of the community, how can you then, how can you maintain a strong community when half of them, like that's ridiculous. Like it's not going to happen. And so it's also like a massive mindset shift we have to have as black people as to how we see our community. Yeah. And whether we feel that it's worth preserving. If we don't feel like our culture and our race is worth preserving in any way, 
then it's just going to continue to disintegrate. But it's not going to come easy. And I think that's the issue there is with a lot of people who are very quick to say, you know, let's keep everything within the community. Because I don't think they've realised what that would mean for their lifestyle. A lot of those people. There was a guy that came for me on Twitter um, when I was talking about protests and red tete I'm not going to quote myself because I, I like my freedom. So he came <laughs> for me on Twitter and then he was like... <laughs> he was yeah, like... Who came for you? Oh, I don't know. His name is Screamer. I don't know. Some guy. Anyway, he was saying we need to boycott. We need to hit the pocket. And I went on his um, Twitter and his Abby, he's just decked in Nike. And I was like, this guy is, is ridiculous. Not serious at all. No. You have to at least start. You have to start something. You can't nah. come and... because No, nah, because at the end of the day... To he... be fair, Nike have had one of the best but, brand responses and be, yeah, be, so, so, so That's fine, so... but they're still, they're, it's still not a black man that owns it. No, no, no. It's yes. no, but it's not. It's not just to say black people. Any business that black people don't, because you can't. You obviously you cannot divest from every single white-owned company in the world or Asian-owned company, whatever. You can't just. But it's not impossible to just buy black. But I'm saying where possible, like try and do. Like, for instance, I had a friend, right? Had but he doesn't. He didn't need to have a tracksuit. This is not a need. It's not like he was eating carrots. No, no, no. no. I, I, I got you on that. But I'm saying he. He can be he can be calling for <laughs> let's go. He can be calling for boycotts and be wearing a night tracksuit. He They're wasn't. Not... He was calling for trouble. That's what he was calling. For. No, no, but I'm <laughs> saying no. But what I'm saying what I'm saying is you can't you can't tell him that he can't call for boycotts just because he's wearing a night tracksuit. I can. That, I can do. I, it. I mean, you can, but you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> but yeah, it, I, I wouldn't go as far as saying you're wrong, but I certainly wouldn't say that you're right. I hear what Pelone is saying. She's basically saying, in order for us to, in order for us to advance the community, it is going to take some level of sacrifice. It and is. People are talking the talk on social media, but they're not willing to make the sacrifice. Exactly. You're talking the talk, talk on social media, but any, anytime anyone comes for you to interrogate your colorism in your relationship, then, you, then you're out of the conversation. Anytime someone says to you, hold on, why can't you buy your planting from the Caribbean man who's planting is maybe 50 people more expensive than the Indian man, then you're out of the conversation. Exactly. People, it's, I don't it's, think it's, people understand what it's going to mean what for it's going them. to take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so easy to say, oh, but, boycott, yeah, but, boycott. No, but, no, but when I say, when you say mean for them, but this is what I'm trying to say, like, it doesn't even have to necessarily be like a mass, like, when I say massive, what I mean is even a small boycott is better than no boycott. I agree. Listen, I'm all for it. I want to make that clear. But all it takes is someone feeling a little bit peckish. And instead of going to, you know, <laughs> auntie, auntie's business, they go to McDonald's and then they go and Uber Eats is so convenient. You know what I mean? It's little things I know, like I that know, that I know, people I know. can't even get down. So how can you come and tell me boycott? You must be insane. No, but you know what I, I do you know what I think is it's you don't have to fully boycott, you just have to invest your money. If if all of us took a, a proportion of what we normally invest and said we're gonna do in fact we're gonna give more to, so for example with the hair thing, imagine if every if imagine if fifty percent of the black women in this country fifty percent switch over, oh over from buying from the Asian hair shop and switch over to so guys we are very we are a very small percentage in this country. We are very no but we buy but they they sell their products to us. If if no, if, if they if we if they stop if we stop buying it they go out of business. Can I finish saying what I'm saying? So if all of if fifty percent of black women in this country Thank you. Thank you, Boston. If 50% of black women in this country switched over from the Asian-owned hair shop to, for example, transgressors, do you know how much, do you know how hard that would hit that economy? Like, some of it, it would hit, it would hit it hard. It's significant enough that it would, it would 
it will be noticeable. And then if more black women actually start, you know, even the fact that in America, if you see how many black women in America have created their own brands and have built massive businesses off making hair products for black women, and then they've been able to continue because black women have continued to support that. That's created a whole massive field of entrepreneurs, like just off that. But you're, but if that were to happen, is it the Asian community it would hit or is it the white man? That's what I want to know. It would hit both, but like, as far as I'm concerned. It's mainly, no, it's mainly the, the Optum Park shops and all of that that are going to end yeah, up closing that, down. And that's not going to impact. That, that is going to impact though, because I feel like if, if you think about how significant all those shops, all the shops that are owned by, um, in terms of food shops, mm-hmm. like all the food shops that we buy on a regular basis that aunties buy from in terms of their, like none of those are owned from us. Can you imagine the transformation if all those shops were owned by us? Like how that would affect like the economy in terms of our internal economy and also in terms of how we saw ourselves and how people respected us because it's, it's even a matter of respect like when yeah, you own your yeah, own stuff respect. and you can supply your own community there's a level of respect there that you can't get if you're you're only all you do is consume from other people yeah yeah that's fair i just don't want i'm more concerned about how to hit the the white man's pocket than you know i think for for me Look, every different strokes for different folks. Like if you if you guys have have the vim to boycott everything, cool. Personally, I'm not really there. I'm trying to be. I respect those that are, but I think what I'm trying to do is just be more conscious with and intentional with my spend. So there are specific areas, as Nezi said, like when it comes to hair products, that and hair and beauty and stuff in general, that is a significant part of my monthly outgoings that I have redirected. So if it come when it comes to to be fair, I take most of my lunch to work when when I had to go into an office. <laughs> um <laughs> like if it if it's a choice between um a black owned market store or going to get a sandwich from prep like i'm gonna go to the market store because i'm gonna try and be intentional with certain areas and certain aspects of my life um i think food is very easy because there are a lot of food um black owned food businesses in a lot of key areas um especially in all the pop-up markets and stuff so that's that's like something that is very accessible and easy for me to do when it comes to being intentional with my finances and supporting black owned businesses where possible. I think when it comes to create, I think the trajectory of that having an impact on the things that we're trying to change is too long. I think that is a very like, that is a long-term plan, which is good. And we should definitely be doing that. But I think right now with the injustices that we're seeing at the moment with the number of people that we're seeing die in, in police custody with the number of um, young black people, mainly black men, but also black women we're seeing be arrested both in the UK and obviously in the US as well, but in the UK, things that we can and should be doing more of um, is things like getting more involved in our um, local elections, getting to know our local politicians. I'll be honest, I I learn about political parties or I swat up on political parties and political discussions when it's time to vote because I, I ain't finna make a wrong decision like when it comes to that. <laughs> but when it comes to local elections, 
and my local MPs. I don't really know who those are. I don't really know Trust. where I should, what I should I just do don't vote conservative. <laughs> Literally, I'm just like, well, I look at the form and I'm like, well, I ain't going to vote conservative. We know that. So there ain't, there ain't much left in terms of who's going to win. So I think a, ta- a, a tangible thing that we can be doing right now is find out who your local MPs are, find out what their key policies are, um, email them, tweet them, write to them, ask them what they're doing for, for around this specific area. How are they helping um, uh, disenfranchised people of your race or of other races when it comes to education ask them what their what their views are on certain scenarios and then hold them to account when it comes to election time um so yeah that's one that's one thing that i think has more of an immediate effect on the conversations and stuff that we're doing not to discard the invest investing your money in black owned businesses i think that is important as well um but i do think that has a longer a longer tail in terms of it actually having an effect but in terms of just imme- in the immediate instance of what's happened in america there are organizations that people can donate to so i donated to uh, www.reclaimtheblock.org which basically is an organization that funds community projects um and lobbies for money to be to, for money to be defunded from the police service so they can be re-channeled back into community projects that prevent people from getting those kind of like cycles of crime and poverty and stuff like that. Um, mm. I feel like also in England, like I was looking at the statistics for like um, the league tables for like GCSE grades and education, like in the breakdown on race and stuff like that. And I just think there's so much more of a need of like reaching back. So I think a lot of, you know, as black people, people who have, you know, good jobs or they're in some kind of stable profession, and when I say profession it doesn't have to be like, you know, doctor accountant, even something like if you're doing something like plumbing or you're doing something like electrician, something that's a stable, like good job of reaching back and um, making a conscious effort. <coughs> oh my gosh, I choked my word. Conscious effort to speak to people and um, young people and like to um, state schools and talk to young black kids about getting into medicine um, and dentistry. Um, there's other mentoring schemes that are uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable because that's how it's in the uncomfortableness that it's able to exist for so long. But the more that we make it part of the um, national consciousness and the national conversation, the harder these things become to ignore. And I think I, I would even say for me, like the workplace, workplace is a bit of a different thing because you tend to keep that quite a, a neutral zone. But you have friends at work who you speak to, the, the more it becomes part of the national um, consciousness and, and becomes harder I to I don't ignore. know if I agree with you, to be honest. Like, I don't think it's my responsibility to talk to white people about this, and I don't really want to. And, like, and like, I feel like every black person is different. If you feel like you have the emotional resources to discuss it with the white people around you, then feel free. But I feel like at this point in time, with Google and the internet, there are, what I'm really going to do is if a white person feels a certain they need to find out information i'm going to point in the direction of a reading list um compiled by another white person to help them in their journey but i just don't have the emotional resources to be um doing race 101 with white people at this point like the white people that i have in my life currently i do discuss race i do discuss race with them like i have i have white friends 
I think mm-hmm. I have a white friend who, but that she's at a, a level of consciousness that our discussions from about race are not, you know, race one hundred one. Like they're just not. And I feel like, especially, you know, why if you're moving into your late, you know, your early thirties, late twenties, I feel like you have, and you're a fairly educated person, you know how to access information. So therefore, if you are going to come to a conversation with a black person about race have the respect to have access information before so that you're not coming to a conversation with me expect me to tell you the basics like if i decide to have a conversation with you then fair enough but it's not going to be on the basics about why black lives matter or why not why why all lives matter is not a sensible phrase do you know what i mean like and I, everyone's different and i feel like, like you know, i great. i I agree. I'm not that talking you're, race 101 conversations. If you're talking about, but even even, I just think for some people, especially in the space that we are now, it's very quite traumatic. And I and I just feel, if you feel like you have the resources to talk to white people about race, and you know, to be honest, at the moment, I kind of do in some ways, and I will do, I will do that. But I don't feel like you should feel the pressure or the burden to feel like it's your responsibility to educate white people on race. It's not. If you want to, go ahead and do it. If you feel like you can't, then that's also fine. Like. It's hard enough doing it. Like, but I feel like that's the same. That's the same with everything we said. If you feel like you can um, invest in black businesses, then do so. If you feel like you can um, give back to the community and educate, try and mentor young people, then do. If you feel like you can write to MPs, then do. If you feel like you can talk to your white colleagues and friends then do it's the same premise no, as everything. No, it's, not, it's not the same thing to me because me i'm saying everybody else should do all those things you should be should be investing that business you should write to mp you should donate i'm not saying you should talk to white people that for me is what i park on the very optional list if you want to go ahead if you don't want to also go ahead i don't think it's anybody's responsibility to do at this point if somebody doesn't understand certain things it's because mm. they don't want to understand yeah, and I'm not, I'm with Nezzy on this one. I'm not talking to them about it. How long have we been talking about this? We've been talking about this for so long now. It, I'm done done talking now. They know what it is. It's not like, that I'm, honestly, at this point. Like, people don't want. It's all they don't want to know. Honestly, for a lot of things, they don't want to know. And they and a lot of times when they engage in that conversation, um, even people's. I feel like some people's um, social media things. It's a forced kind of like, because it's like the in thing, especially in certain liberal crowds, to be woke. But like deep down, they, they're not, they don't really care. And, and for me, I feel like I know the white people in my life who, who are in my life, the reason they're in their, my life is because they've proven before this happened that they were already, they already cared. So I'm not having to have certain conversations with them because they were already on that. People who are now just coming to it, there are so many events that have led up to this for you to have been. And there's always ways for people to learn and change and grow. So I'm not denying people that. I'm just saying, I don't think your, your black friend has to be the avenue for that at this point. I feel like at this point, there is so much trauma surrounding it, especially at this particular moment in time yeah. with everything that's happened this week, that you need to go and have that conversation with white people who are woke. Because there's, there's white people who will have that conversation with you and who can have that conversation and have that conversation with Google. Because Google is free and Google will not talk back to you. Google will just give you the information. You can have that conversation with your, with your laptop I, I'm, not, I'm not personally trying to have the conversation with you. Fair. I think we'll have to disagree, agree to disagree on that one because I think, obviously, if it, if it comes down to if you feel, if you can, then do. If you don't want to, then don't. Um, and absolutely, Google is your best friend. We're not trying to do a, 
why Black Lives Matter and why All Lives Matter is not appropriate when Black Lives Don't Matter. We're not trying to have conversations like that, but I think that the way that the way that the impact that cancel culture and um, woke Twitter and every the way that we we kind of jump on people when they get it wrong and don't really allow people room to explore things i think you you have to some like some people need a push need a need a, a yeah, hand, not a handout but like a like an encouragement okay. talk, that's yeah yeah like, that's yeah, fair yeah, though like, but we're not saying fair. they shouldn't go on, and go on i'm more. saying if you can if you have people in your life who you like as you said you no, they're in your life for a reason. They're there because they matter to you. They have value to you, and you know they're harsh. You know this, but maybe it might be a conversation that you've not had, or something that hasn't really come, wouldn't really come up in a normal day-to-day kind of operation. Like now is the time to kind of now is as good as time as any to kind of explore that. To give not to explore that, but to give them the this is your conversation too because i think a lot of um a lot of times or sometimes not a lot of times sometimes in the same way that we were saying why do we expect celebrities to say something or why do we expect brands to say something or why do we expect like if if this is if it's going to be a, a a national conversation everybody has to feel a part of it and you don't have to be you don't have to be the sufferee, the victim to know that it's wrong or to speak up. And I think that's what some people struggle with. So but if you're <laughs> able to help people out of that, then do if you can. If you don't I, I think, or can't, yeah. then don't. Well, I think what I question is is the idea that part of the reason why things haven't changed is because we haven't appealed enough to white people's conscience or morality and that once we appeal enough to their conscience and morality things will change and I don't think the majority of them um I don't think the vast majority of them actually deep down want things to change that's my that's my that's my baseline belief and I think that's, that depends if your baseline is belief that 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 there's a point where you can get to where the majority of white people want things to change then I think that's a different conversation. But my baseline belief, and I maintain this my whole life from interacting with them, I don't think the majority of them want things to change. I don't think they're going to give us um, certain things unless we take it. And I don't, and, and I think, and I don't blame them because I think if I was in a, the same position as them, would I want to give up my privilege and power for somebody else? Yeah. Would I, would I, is that a natural human thing? Without, as a Christian, I believe that only literally a heart that is changed would actually have that natural response to give up and sacrifice so much for somebody else to be equal to them. That is not a natural human response. So I feel like you're asking what, what, we're, what we're working with something that's, is that very, it's very unnatural. Like, I don't think, I, I just don't, I don't think that the, the way the things are the way they are is because we haven't appealed enough to the conscience of, of white people. That's, I don't think that's the situation. I agree. I, I do actually agree with you. But also what I would say to that is those are not, like, I don't have all the white people in the world in my life like that. The people, I would, I would think that the people that you do have in your life or the people that you are close to or the people that you would even begin to have those conversations with are people who would be receptive to 
the changes that we're trying to see? I don't know, man. It's a minor. It's a, it's a minor. It's a minority. Like it really. I think it is. But it's, it's, it's that minority that I'm talking about. It's yeah, that minority of people yeah. that we I can get the, on side. Yeah, but that's the thing. The minority ain't gonna do jack. And that's. I think that's that's the point. The the way for black people to be freed is for us to free ourselves. Mm. Yeah, white people might if they want to help, sure. But realistically, they're not gonna give. Up. Like, look at men. Men know that se- that sexism is wrong. You think we're giving up? We're not. <laughs> we're not you think we're giving up being the CEOs <laughs> so do you think so, so do you think in, <laughs> sorry I shouldn't laugh at that so in terms of like so looking at gender then in terms of the I'm gonna say advancements in quote marks that have been made when it comes to gender discourse especially in the workplace in recent months do you think that could have happened without some men getting on board and supporting that. No, I think I completely agree with you. I do think that the minority of men. And I do think if we think about how things have got better for black people, even in terms of things like uh, civil rights, there has had to be a minority of white people who were involved. Oh. But I don't I don't think I don't think I don't think, I don't think the reason why things change is because of those minority of white people. I think it's no, because absolutely of the not the but they're black part people of the solution. And the, and the, yeah, they, they can be. I'm sorry. Can you I just can't get behind the idea that it's now going to have to be partly, well, it doesn't have to be, but we're almost insinuating that it's, it's helpful if black people now do their part to educate white people. We are traumatised. We are constantly being killed. There's constant racism going on, whether over or covert. I don't know. This slavery, everything. We have a history of trauma from white people. And now that this has happened, it's now our responsibility to educate them on what they should not have done and how to rectify it going forward. I am not, I'm not, I'm personally, I'm not prepared to have that conversation. It's not my responsibility to begin educating them when they knew what they were doing was wrong. They know what's wrong about it, but somehow they're confused as to how things should be right. I do. I there is trauma, there is killing, there is murder, there is this is this is historical trauma in the blood of every black person. And now we have to go and educate. I'm sorry, yeah, forget about that. I'm not having it. <laughs> I'm not. I, 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 I hear that sentiment. I also forget it. It's also like um, I, I don't really know if I believe that a lot of them don't know what's going on, and maybe I'm just more cynical. But I, I just. On it's possible. It's just not their life. Yeah, like, exactly. It's not they don't know. Because it's not their life, bro. What do you say? Oh yeah, women are getting assaulted walking down the street. It's like, cool. It's not me though. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. It's, like it's it's literally like that whole thing of nothing to do with me, mate. Because I'm not doing it. I'm not necessarily. I I'm not a police officer murdering this person. So it's not. It's nothing to do with me. I'm not a racist. The end. If you really want something, it yeah. Sorry, if you if you really want something, I'm a genuine wholehearted believer that you will find a way to get it. And I feel like that works in every walk of life, apart from when it comes to white people and understanding racism. For some reason, they just don't know suddenly what to do to make it better. (laughs) Yeah, how how can you how do you suddenly not know you're very experienced with it? The majority of you. How are you now telling me you don't know how to fix it? Okay, I, um, I have a good lord, Babylon. To get inside of the heads of white people, how often do you guys think about disabled people? No. How often do we think about them? 
But how often do you do you think about disabled people and what they experience? No, I never do. I yeah, often in my day to day. Oh, that's mad. That's Pete. Day to day. Do you often think about that? No, yeah, I do often actually. Why? Okay, so that's interesting. Wait, I'm not, I'm, I'm not really, I, I, I personally have stopped, like not often, but I, I say okay, occasionally I do, and because of like, I'll go into children and be like, oh wow, if I, didn't, if I was in a wheelchair, this would be really difficult. That crosses my mind. But it's not part of my every single day lived experience. It's not something that crosses my mind daily, mm. if I'm honest. And that's because I'm not disabled. And so I think as black people, we have to understand for white people, their race is not something that they're confronted with every day. It's just, it just yeah. isn't. They don't think about it. So you're expecting in the same way, like how we think, and maybe it's not as visible the whole for us the difference between able, able-bodied people and disabled people, because there's not many, maybe as many disabled people visibly that we think. That, as they are that well probably actually are in terms of black people it's not as, as visible for, for us but literally that's the mindset of a lot of white people about race they just don't think about it like they're not confronted with it and so you're then asking them to see the plight of somebody like this is something like imagine you're in a wheelchair and you live in that wheelchair every single day and you're asking somebody who doesn't even think about wheelchairs like more than twice or three twice a week to then be super invested in your plight and I just don't think it's really. But here's the thing: yeah. are, are we, are, is that what we're asking white people to do? To be super. But hold on, hold on. I okay. So I would say that my mindset or my approach to that scenario is different because I okay. I for my job kind of have to think about disabled issues or accessibility issues oh, more right. often than I probably naturally would. Um, yeah. And I think having those conversations. I've definitely learned a lot in terms of, um, like, as you said, things that you wouldn't notice. If it's not your lived experience, there are things that you would not notice, you would not pick up on. So for me, when somebody says, oh, Camilla, look, this is how it came across to me and this is why, I take that on board and I move differently. Now, all I'm asking for is for everybody else to do the same. Like, it... It, it might be that it's not your lived experience, but when when I flag it to you, when I've said, boy, this is how it's, this is how it's looking, this is all the situations, da, 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 I then require you to move differently. And that's my expectation. Mm. Yeah, well, Buttons, you're an angel. Mediate, uh, devil, because I don't have that... <laughs> I don't have that patience. No, for real. I could take a leaf out of your, your book tree. I don't know what the, the phrase in this, is. I, honestly, in this, I can't. In the in the timing of this discussion, oh my gosh, the two hours it's been, I've been I've gone from buttons to a wasp. So I think it's safe if we end it here now that I'm an angel. I'll take that. I'd like to, I'd like to go out. Thanks. <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, and, and you know what I hear. I hear what Martin's saying, and for you, and I would say that you then represent the minority of white people. You've come into contact with things that are to do with disabled people, and because of that, you're, for example, like you're like somebody who might have a black friend and who might be going to be more invested. But the vast majority of white people are like the rest of able-bodied people who don't come across that that often in their day-to-day life, so they don't have to think about it. And it's only when cool, well, happens, I can't. As she said, I can't help them, but I, yeah, we yeah. only ever were going to need a few because. The most of it is going to be down to us, but yeah, it, exactly. I, I do think it's naive yeah. to think that the community can do it all by themselves. Like we go need a little bit of help. Yeah, we might, we might do, we might. Yeah, I, I think I think it's just like, and I think it maybe goes back to the point of before, of just whatever, you, whatever way that you feel the need to get the work done, 
get the work done, but just know what the goal is. And the goal is for us to be, is for us to actually be, is to be free. Like that's the, that's the, that's the need. Like, and, and that's the thing, you, you see it though. Cause I don't think anyone's saying like white, white people um, are not like, can't be needed in any sort. Cause for instance, you see in the protest, like sometimes they're forming barricades and I'm not out here necessarily going to say like, one of the things that I don't want to do is just be going over the top and applauding white people da, 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 and saying, wow, you guys are so amazing. I'm not saying that we can't say, you know, that's good. Thank you for doing that. But at the same time, you have to remember that we're actually just getting what we deserve. That like we're not, they're not doing us a mad favor in mm. a way. Like it, we, we don't deserve what's happening to us. So it's like what Malcolm X is saying, when you stick a knife into someone's back like nine inches, you take yeah. it out three inches, it's still six inches in. So you, it's not like they're necessarily doing us this mad favor, but they're just helping to right a historical, historical wrong. But anywho, we... But we f- I, I personally think we thank them. We thank the individual contribution for attempting to right that wrong. Yeah, and that's the, this is the thing. I'm not gonna. Uh, that's the thing because people say I'm not, but I'm not gonna knock it because I say for disabled person who said, "Ah, oh, thanks for you know, like um, bringing light to our issue," or a woman said, "Thanks, man, for giving light to the issue." You know, everyone feel free to do to do what they like. Some people are gonna be like, "You know, what? I don't care. You should have been doing it anyway." I'll do that. Thanks. I'm not gonna say thank you. But I'm gonna say I do recognize the individual courage yeah. it takes to be face to face with a police officer for any for any human being. And and I can't and I can't I can't say that, you know, we can't trivialise that and say it's it's nothing. Especially the American police force and they have guns and they have whatever. But you just stand up and face And they have kneecaps. Yeah and they yeah and they and form a barricade is is it's a it's a a personal risk to yourself and that cannot go unrecognised as something that's not Yeah yeah I, I but I just think you know the same way I would say for white allies don't expect the facts or don't expect the the same way, for me, like, I wouldn't, I don't, there's no way I should be expecting women to say, ah, oh, thanks. Like, to me, it's just like, you're just doing what you can to, to right a wrong. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not a hero, I'm not anything, like, we're not heroes, it's just you're doing your bit, basically. So don't expect the thank you, but if you get it, cool. And if people are still mad at you, you have to just take it, you have to understand it. The same way with me, like, for what I, if people that, when I trash, whatever, I, I, and I understand it. And there's, there's a reason why they say that. I'm not going to get in my feelings about it. So, yeah, that's, that would be my, in my word to, to white allies. Don't expect a thank you. Just do what you're doing. Some may thank you, some may not. And that's just how it's going to be. In the lighter news, because we're, we're wrapping now, um, th- there is a versus that's about to happen. Um, in fact, it's about to happen right now. I think it's happening right now. It's happening. Um, We've got to go. We've we, we got to go. we got to roll out. But... Um, you know, the gospel versus happening, Kurt Franklin versus versus Fred. Who y'all got? Who y'all got? Who's winning that one? I didn't even know there was any versus tonight, can't lie. So thanks for letting me know, guys. We'll see how it goes. So, I think it I like has, has to go to Fred Hammond. Yeah, I'm team Fred. Team Fred Hammond. Team Fred. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be Kurt. It's gonna be Kurt for me. But I think it you know, I think what's been good is just like the celebration of of black culture, like within versus. Like I've I think it's just like the innovation and being able to see, you know, everybody just getting along and just um, coming together to celebrate culture. And I guess the NS10 versus 10 was also a way to do that. And then there was a little bit shaky for a little bit, but they, they've done like, they, they themselves, 
I think that it's everyone's reaction to it, but they themselves have done a great job. So shout out to um, the people that have put all this stuff on. Um, and yeah, I think one thing I would say, black people, just protect your mind, man. Um, like, don't just, you don't have to just consume all this if you don't want to. If you don't feel like consuming this content but at some point, just don't, just don't like, don't, like get rid of your Twitter or your socials for a bit and just take a break, take a mental mm. break. It is draining and it is, it is taxing and it can have an effect on your mental health. And really, I think companies at this point should be doing more to protect black people's mental health in general because this is, on top of what's going on with COVID, this is, this is very traumatic. Mm. But um, yeah, protect your mental health, donate to some of the organisations out there. I think there's like a Minneapolis fund. Um, there's some other funds out there. And again, we just want to say RIP to George Floyd, to Ahmad Arbery, to Breonna Taylor, to Tony McDade, McDaddy, McDade, I think. This is how you say his name, I'm not sure. Um, that was a black trans man that got killed um, the other day too. But just, yeah, shout out um, Water Scott, everyone that's, you know, fallen. The people over here as well, Mark Duggan, um, Sarah Reed, um, you know, smiling like a bunch of other people who who, who fell at the hands of police brutality. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> I am reading what you're saying, but anti snake. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. And I want to give a shout out to wait, what the heck is your name on here? Peleng. Thank you for <laughs> oh, gosh. for joining us. But yeah, man. Um, Tales from the Plantation, Volume Thirty. We're out. Bye. Bye. Peace out. I come down.